Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Wow. Trent, we got a packed house. We do have packed a packed house. house. I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous, i got to be honest. We, we finally have some entrepreneurs we, in the room. <laughs> Goodness gracious. It's been eight years. <laughs> I mean, dang. Some success. That's bred. it. That's it. That's I don't it. understand. So, and you're, uh, uh, yeah, returning, uh, returning criminals. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, these ladies founded Furnish for Good. Yeah. Uh, local charity does so good. I'm going to leave it at that. That's it. So we're not supposed That's to talk to the rest of the segment? No, or? we're going to talk about some other crap. I want to know what Illinois Central is on your coffee mug. Uh, Fortnite. So, okay. So a guy named R.S. Buzz Jackson, an old school tile guy. Been doing tile in Charlotte for, <laughs> with Reed Harkey for like 40 or 50 it. years. Um, did did a lot of work for Roby back in the days. a gnarly old fella. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, when it came, he, he's older older gentleman now and... and and we demand a lot over at the Roby family and how we produce jobs. So he doesn't work for our company anymore. And when we decided to renovate our house, though, Reagan was going to manage it, and we weren't on a strict timeline. So Buzz got to do our house, and it was very special. So Buzz asked me and my son Ford uh, to go with him and his grandson up to Asheville to a to a toy train show. Uh, so we, we we did that, and uh, yeah, I, I bought this coffee mug. There you go. Because I know a lot about trains. <laughs> <laughs> they go choo-choo. Nah, it's more about spending time with Buzz <laughs> yeah, and his I grandson. Know. I'm joking. And my son. So, I'm joking. Uh, so thank you, Buzz. So I bought two coffee mugs. I carry my porcelain mug around. I don't like to drink out of metal. And definitely don't like to drink out of styrofoam. So I break one about every two weeks. Uh, <laughs> but I broke the other one. It was actually cooler. It had a picture of a train on it. Uh, might have said Lionel or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. All right, so it, it's also like one thirty in the afternoon. You're drinking coffee. Who did we have in here that builds trains? Ken Persley, right? He well, yeah, I think he did talk about trains. Didn't right. he? It, didn't he talk about trains? Yeah, that's as right. A child. Yeah, and we and I told you about my toy train that my parents have saved in a yeah, that's right, in a box, and we. Um, my daughter wanted to keep it, found it. We dug it out of the attic and set it up this past Christmas. We did talk about that. I mean, I it think cool. people that build train, I mean, they're very intricate. So uh, it's a unique hobby that I'm not getting into. <laughs> sticking with it. But, with but with I'll the, go admire and, and chew the cut for a few minutes. With the and shark teeth. Then leave. Uh, it's kind of like I take, take forward. I go to the, you know, 50 Years Farm Progress Tractor Show up in right. Illinois with some guys from church. Uh Shout out to y'all. I know y'all are listening on the way to church. Uh, and we've done that. I've done that four or five times. It's every other year. And last year I took Ford, and it'll come again this year. So Ford's all excited. That's great. It's in August. So, yeah. It, I know a, zero about tractors. But you'll, after four years, you think you get you get some knowledge. Like, you know, like Case IH, John no, Deere, you're getting I'm grand I'm like trying not to learn stuff. 
Like, no. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. I know something about a bobcat <laughs> and a jackhammer That's, and, a, and, and a an Electrolux vacuum. Uh, okay, and my head in a cabinet. That's what I know about. That's why I can't hear. All right. So. One other thing to talk to you about: What happened to your Carolina Tar Heels basketball? Wow, I'm Man. going there. They might. This airs on Sunday. They might be NCAA champions by the time this airs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta set you up there. Who gets further, Clemson or North Carolina in the ACC basketball? I mean, you want to what? You want to put a little wager on it? Absolutely. In the ACC tournament or yeah, in the I think, NCAA? I don't think tournament? either of us are getting to the NCAA. Getting to the I tournament? I don't think we're gonna get there. Oh, we're we're Carolina. They're gonna just let us in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they do with us in football. So it's basketball. I just want to remind thing. you that last year, I you're right. We were no good. Probably no good. Worse than we are now. But we did beat Duke that last game at Cameron. Mike Krzyzewski's uh, last game. And we that got was lucky, wonderful. and then we went on a run. Yep. And we were up 22 points at halftime or something like that in the championship the game. The Jayhawks, gotcha. And we we choked. But it's all right. I like Hubert. God rest his soul. <laughs> I don't know. Two and done, I wanted huh? to make it. No, I just wanted to make it. I know. But the deal is, when they hung Dean in effigy, 30, 40 years ago, social media wasn't rampant right. like it is today. I right. think it's so sad. I mean, last night at dinner we were talking about our poor kids. They, they're going to have yeah, a hard time having a having a party at, at the house when we go to the beach you and they're 17 or that. 18. You can't do Number that. one, we got cameras. And then I said, I even made a comment. I said, man, maybe we overlooked the cameras for about a week. You know, I mean, maybe that's <laughs> what I want to be. Like my dad laying on the couch upstairs when me and my five knucklehead buddies were down in the basement. You know, just as long as they're there, we're cool. <laughs> so we might check the cameras just make sure our house. But the problem is you can't do that now because – where they can get themselves in trouble on social media and somebody's going to take a picture. And it's everywhere. It's terrible. I mean, we have it. It's have, really sad. We have to have this conversation about our employees at work, right? I mean, you have to always assume that you're on camera, no matter what. It's so sad. No matter what. It really is. I mean, because at the end of the day, we're all human and That's we're it. all flawed and you're going to make mistakes. And for somebody trying to get you and take you down and ruin your livelihood and your credibility because you, you're human and you make a mistake is not is not the way it should be. So Preach on. That's my opinion of it. I what like do y'all it. think, ladies? I just We're getting, I'm getting some mixed people. looks over here. Trying to but you know it's all for profit. <laughs> they can make money on that internet type stuff. <laughs> we were talking about that last night. I had a computer. I went to college from 96 to 2000, UNC Chapel Hill, and I had an Acer computer, which was the cheapest mainframe bulky computer you could have. And these other kids in my suite were getting on the, on the internet. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, internet? Yeah. So you you're a little. I got a floppy disk. You're a little. You're a little older than me. We, we had a digital camera that could tell sixteen pictures. That's all. Because I, I had a floppy disk, and I did my Excel spreadsheets and my Word documents on my disk. I go to the library and print those. The jokes. big one or the little guy? You remember they were like a, a five and a half inch and a three and a quarter inch. It was somewhere in between. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I've come a long way. Uh, you want to see my phone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear what's going on. I think there's some exciting growth and changes in the Furnished for Good world. Hear what these dynamic ladies have been doing. Yep. Uh, when we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. 
along with Trent Haston from the Rovia family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, they're already laughing at us. I don't know what we've done, but I, I, it must not be good. We're having fun is what we're doing, man. <laughs> on a Tuesday, we usually only have fun on Fridays, ladies. The Tuesday shows are typically very boring. So. How are y'all doing? So let me get this right. We have Leslie, Here. Priscilla, and Mary Beth. Yeah. You get all that right? Yeah, good job. And this is your second time being on the show. Yes. And fourth year for Furnished for Good. Yes. I hear you. Well, cool. Well, why don't you, one of you ladies, give us a rundown on the mission and the founding just to bring everybody back up to speed on this great charity that y'all so entrepreneurially started out of midair. Well, you should see us all pointing at each other. I say, you do it. No, you do it. Um, we really do love talking about Furnished for Good, but sometimes when we're on the mic, we get a little nervous. But um, what we say is what we do is nothing new, but how we do it is. And that's what um, we founded four years ago is Furnished for Good. And it's really a uh, dignified, unique way for our neighbors in Charlotte to choose their home furnishings when they're transitioning out of homelessness or other dire um, situations. Um, and like y'all said, we started in 2019 and a lot has changed in the last four years for all of us. It's been really, really exciting, um, really hard work, um, a lot of growth, um, but it's all been really just a great process for our neighbors in Charlotte to have such an awesome experience to furnish their homes. Well, well that too. I mean, you started out in one location in a, uh, a storage facility, if I remember correct, and you recently moved, right? Yes, we started in Morningstar, a Morningstar um, storage uh, facility off of North College Street, and um, we were on the fifth floor. We had a great view, but it was, um, you know, a lot of work getting um, furniture and all the furnishings up five floors to display. Our, you know, our our clients would come in and look at look at the items, and then we'd take it all back downstairs and then out to their new places. But um, we are now off of um, Clanton Road. We've got almost 10,000 square feet. And yeah, it's beautiful. It's one story. We have our own bathrooms. We are running water. We have an alarm system. It's <laughs> a loading dock. A loading it's amazing. Huge. It's amazing. And we have two trucks right now. So it's been it's been a great last four years. And I think that if we had known what we were getting into four years ago, I don't know if we could have done it. But we didn't know what we were doing, and it worked out perfect. And We've had a lot of supporters, and Andrew Roby's been amazing to us. You guys have been supporting us since basically day one, and you continue to support us with our largest fundraiser of the year, which is Furnished, and we are so grateful. Well, yeah, it, and I, I've actually I went to the new space, and it, I mean, what a, what a difference! The old space was awesome too, but I, I, the logistics seemed really difficult, and it, you really don't think about it until you're in it. Um, I remember the first time I went over there; one of y'all had been to the Snoop Dogg concert the night before. Uh, which was cool, and Snoop Dogg's coming back to Charlotte. Just, just side note, um, but but it was. I think you 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 all put us together. It was. A, I was with a mutual friend of Leslie and I's, Matt Daniel, um, and, and it, 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 he thought about it. It was a cool view. It was a great spot, but logistics with loading and unloading, going up that amount of stairs and elevator was tough. And so when I went to your new space, the, the loading dock has got to be the best thing that's ever happened to you, and the bathrooms. And the bathroom. Yeah, and we, um, but we did, you know, we tripled our rent. So it's one, a lot of people will be like, well, wait, you know, why'd you wait so long to move? You know, and I said, well, 
our rent tripled. And so we do have a huge expense that we have incurred since we moved in in um, November. But it is well worth it. And um, the loading dock, the bathrooms, um, you know, being on the first floor is life changing for us. And you're in the business park. Off of Clint- I have not been there, but it's the business park if you are headed south on 77, crossover Clanton, headed back towards South Boulevard on the left. Yes. Is that right? We are two doors down from a karate school. Oh. Yes. Cha-cha! Correct. Yes. <laughs> so you said, you, you said something a second ago, Mary Beth, which is a true entrepreneurial, I mean, it, it, it's the heart of entrepreneurism, and I feel the same way uh, when, when I came in my tried to destroy this great 50-year business that my <laughs> father and grandfather had founded uh but that or mr roby had found and they had worked so hard hard to to keep going is if you knew what you know now it would have scared you so bad you wouldn't have done what you did it's true i mean like i think that we three are are women that wanted to um work with work with people that were trying to better their lives and their worlds and we fell into this and it's it's answered all of everything that we've wanted to do but it i mean it's been hard but we've learned so much and we really wouldn't change anything but it's been a, it's been a really great journey well, I'm going to tell you, I went to the old space. I was unable to come to your grand opening a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was out of town. <clears throat> but it's so empowering. I mean, you go into this space, and, and even your fundraiser uh, furnished that, that you've done several years. It, I, I can't imagine when you're starting from, from ground zero to build a life and, and, and the ability to go in there and feel like I mean, y'all have it decorated. Y'all have it. I mean, it's it's by designers really decorate this place, uh, and and it's really honestly polishing your diamond. You guys are fortunate. You're, you you're in the work business world, and you have access. So it's like, how do I take my skill set and my access and my diamond and share it with the world to do better for the world? But I can't imagine coming from ground zero and, and, and trying every day to get courage to keep going and grow and, and not even know, just like you said about the entrepreneur thing of starting, where I can't even envision where my life's going to be. And I go into this place, and it empowered me. I'm like, man, I want to shop, you know? I mean, it's like it's like the first time – I ever went into a furniture store and thought I was going to buy some furniture. <laughs> I don't think I bought it the first time, but it's the it's the same feeling. But it's the same feeling on it's like exponential of that. So I think that is so special, and I think y'all have done a wonderful job. As Buffett says, figure out what your assets are and polish your diamond to better the world. So I don't know. So now that you have this, when is furnished? Furnished is um, November 1st through 4th. We actually just had our kickoff meeting today with four designers who decided to be a part of it. We um, invite 10 Charlotte designers to be a part of Furnished. So we have a great committee that's working on that. Um, And one other thing I wanted to say about, like you were saying about just so empowering, is that we, we get caught. Now that we're, you know, we've been in this for four years, we we do kind of forget, you know, a gentleman that came a couple of weeks ago, his name was Leonard, and his favorite piece was a leather chair. 
And when we got a survey back, it said, my favorite piece was the leather chair because I've never had a chair of my own. And he was 68 years old. And I was telling a group of fourth graders this story, and I said, um, you know, why do you think this was so special to him, this chair? And they, you know, they guessed. They said he, they liked, like, he liked the leather, he liked the color, and I was like, no, he had never, ever had his own chair, and this is Leonard's own chair. So we talk a lot about growth and, you know, bigger building and bathrooms, and but the main, the, the thing that we have to, you know, stay grounded with the organization and realize it's so simple. It is very, it can be a can opener. I mean, it can be a set of utensils, and it can be a leather chair. That really makes a huge difference in these people's lives. And and, and it drives change forever that is exponential. Yeah. These folks get confidence. They find happiness. They go do good for other people. It passes on. I mean, the the, cycl- the cyclical change is, is so impressive. I mean, I think I came from... I'm a redneck from the west side, from the river, right? I don't, I don't think I came from much, but when you reflect on it relatively, I came from so many exponential blessings. And speaking of the leather chair, my granddad, Glenn Haston, always had a leather chair in his living room. And then my father had a leather chair in his living room. Our rest of our furniture was not leather. So... My wife helped me finish my basement out and made it a cabin, kind of my area, but, I mean, it's the whole family's area. And I got to go, and this is like a year ago, go pick out a leather chair. And and it just meant so much to me. Uh, So I can't imagine for Leonard, who's never even had his own chair, Mm -hmm. how important and empowering and, and how exciting that makes. I mean, think about it. He He has a rough day. He goes home. He sits in that chair. It's so special. Um, all right, will y'all stick around for a few more minutes? Yes, yes. I want to know about all the fights y'all have, because <laughs> I know me and Patrick fight fight like dogs. Oh. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> we have Leslie, Priscilla, and Mary Beth, the founders of Furnish for Good. These ladies are leaders in our community. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts, Trent. We have forgotten to tell people to do what? Go back and listen to the podcast if you missed the last few segments. And this time, you really need to go back because we had a really empowering uh, second segment. We had a lot of fun on the first segment. And we're here with Furnish for Good. You can keep staring at me. You want to say something? <laughs> well, since we have these th- three ladies in the studio, they're sharing the other two mics today. So you and I are sharing, and you and I have a problem with sharing. Uh, when, you, when you're around me, I can become stingy. <laughs> that is not true. I will reference my Venmo. Ex, ex, exported money over the last year. We'll see where it goes. I think you're at 13 in a row and beating me in things when we bet. I'm glad you bet like a dollar at a time. <laughs> That's good. I don't have any guilt. <laughs> so, so, so how many how many folks are on y'all's board? Do y'all have a board? Or is this the board? We do have a board. So we, in our first year, we started out with six individuals. Mostly friends and family. Um, and then currently we have 10 people on our board. Because we've grown so much, we needed expertise, human resources. We've had to hire people. 
Um, we have um, a gentleman who runs his own company, so hopefully he can help us run a, our business, which is, even though it's a nonprofit, it, it, it is a business. It's a true business now. And um, let's see, we've got um, a woman from Lending Tree on there who's a facilities management person, which is, she's great because she helped Leslie and us with our move. She was a huge help to Leslie. Really? Yeah. And um, let's see. More women power. We have Amen. Yeah. yeah. So we've got two guys um, and the rest are women. Well, a couple shows ago, we had Sarah Strayhaus on our show. She's our new uh, digital marketing manager, amongst other things. Uh, and, and we were talking about how it's been so cool and empowering to go into our office now. And literally half of our office is women. And it brings so much <laughs> so much good to our business. Uh, y'all are so smarter than us. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I, I mean, see, I even said that wrong. My wife would have corrected me. Y'all can, y'all can correct me if y'all want. But uh, Doug Lebda is a good friend of mine uh, who founded Lending Tree, one mm-hmm. of my dear friends. Uh, and he told me the other day he was going to come on the show. So uh, okay. he's a little hard to get do stuff like that. But uh, if you need me to hit him up and help y'all out, I hit him on the backside. And maybe see see what can happen. They can Lindy Tree come come a little heavy. Well, we're actually in their community um, impact grant. We received a community impact grant from them last year, which has been awesome. And I would say Lending Tree has been probably one of our biggest corporate spons- supporters. That is they so cool to all, hear, yeah, right? They have really, really helped us. Um, a lot of other people have, but Lending Tree and Lowe's have been some amazing um, corporate partnerships. I mean, these are businesses based out of Charlotte, mm-hmm. empowering Charlotte, doing good in Charlotte which is so so special uh so we started to talk about this before before i hear about all the cat fights and i mean every business every every relationship has uh fights so we want to hear them no y'all have y'all have furnished coming up in you said in november november yes and the last time y'all were on the show i think it was a year and a half ago you were talking about furnished mm-hmm. tell us about this this event and how it's designed to raise money for your organization furnished is so cool so um the idea started around the table and it started as like the show chopped so what we decided to do was invite 10 local designers to um to use a couple of pieces of furniture that we would supply, so donated furniture from us, and they would couple it with their own furnishings, and then we provided a space for them to come in and design it. So they could wallpaper, they could paint, and then they would bring their own furnishings in and you know, match it with ours, and then make these beautiful vignettes, and they could do anything they wanted to the first year. And um, and then the right way we raise money is um, through sponsorships and then also um, through voting. So we have a, a cool site that you can go on and vote for your favorite vignette, which is really cool. And then we also um, do an au- online auction with the items that are donated from the designers. I hear you. Yeah, and, and I'm sure it really helps your brand because you're drawing in – the right audience that then wants to do other things to help you guys and, and get excited about doing doing other stuff. Yes, we you know the design community in Charlotte. We never, I mean, we knew there were a lot of designers in Charlotte, but I think you know this is year four, so we're these are you know 
technically will be 40 designers that have supported Furnished. And it, each year it gets more exciting and more, it's such a friendly design competition. And it's so fun to get, you know, 10 new Charlotte designers together that pr- most likely don't know each other. And then they bond over this shared experience. Um, and then a lot of friendships are built and, um, and for, for, you know, a really good cause. But it's, it's also then you're in a relationship with these designers and if they have clients that have furnishings they want to donate. I mean, it's just mm. such a great um, partnership with the design community as well. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really the flywheel of growing the network. And yeah. and, and uh, honestly, it's the key to you alls success and why y'all are now able to be in a new space that has triple the rent. <laughs> now y'all have to go raise more money. So yes. now you have more yes. pressure. But if you don't give yourself as a human more pressure, then you're not going to flourish. So uh, what you're in year four, you just moved into the new space. You just had your kickoff meeting for the 2023 Furnished in November. What is in the future ahead? Where do you see this thing going? I don't know. I mean, is it is it growing in Charlotte? Is there so much capacity in Charlotte that you can just explode here there there's so much need here but we we're trying to be very careful and continue to serve well so Mm. we didn't want to be a numbers game i mean we could move furniture into people's houses all day long if we had the furniture and the capabilities and manpower um but we we wanted to be able to serve well and the part of is the dignity piece and for people to be able to choose their own furnishings so if we take time to do that and to do it well then it just takes a little bit more time for you know people to come in or for them to choose their furnishings for them to be delivered and um so we we may not be like crazy growth we'll still grow we'll still work with with different partnering agencies we're up to 31 partnering agencies in charlotte so we're still serving well um, and growing, just um, we're making sure that we are doing it the quality way we over to quantity, do it. right? Yeah, I quality mean, over quantity. And thirty-one partnerships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and there's a, a huge demand in Charlotte. I mean, we've always said that, um, you know, it's it's sad, but we'll never go out of business. You know, it's just I think it's going to continue. Our our relationships will continue to grow. I think the need will continue to grow. But um, I feel like we're really making a dent, and um, I think if we can all come together, I mean, you know, corporations, other agencies, other nonprofits, if we can all get together, we can really do something about this and keep it in control, and, and, and hopefully maybe we'll be the first city in the United States that doesn't have a homeless population. I mean, a problem, Amen. So. I agree. I mean, your vision is to put yourself out of business. Yeah. And and I think you have to look at it like if if you can make Leonard continue to find excitement and happiness about improving his life and finding ownership and empowerment, then Leonard has friends that might have been homeless or homeless, and he goes and helps them, and and and, and the flywheel reciprocates. I got a question for you: When somebody that is homeless, how do they find out? They they get referred to an agency generally, and then they. They sign up to come on a shopping trip? We have an amazing um, programs coordinator, Elizabeth, that started working with us over a year ago. Um, and so she is in contact with all of our partnering agencies and their social workers. Um, some may have one. Some may have 
40. I mean, it just depends on, but anyway, parts of those. Um, and she makes the appointments and then they, they, they have the clients that we are working with. So they make the referral for the furniture. And, you know, we started with in-person um, and then COVID hit and we had to pivot. So we've um, been doing an online store. Um, mm. So we hope to bring back in-person soon. It just takes some planning to make that all work. Um, but we, we've still been able to provide the shopping experience by choice for folks has just looked a different way reflect on that for a second you started this four years ago covid took off you had momentum covid comes three years ago the world i thought i i, I honestly honestly thought it was going to be oh nine for our business again where we skate skirted by barely yeah. i literally we were met every single day planning to to fight our business's death really mm. I can't imagine being a one-year-old business and never doing this and, and being a bootstrap. I can't imagine. And it's all in person. Well, it was, I mean, March 2020, we, you know, we dug deep and we said, what are we going to do? And it was, it. I have this phrase, paralysis by analysis. And I was like, y'all, we're not, no paralysis by analysis. We're going to send, you know, a drop box of tables to the social worker and then have their client email us back which table they like. I mean, it was very, very time consuming, <laughs> time consuming, but it worked and it still gave our clients a choice. Now our store has evolved into a much more sophisticated system, but you know, it just, we were six months in and we kind of had a choice to make. We had rent to pay and we just said, you know, we're not, we, we're going to, we're going to find a way to make this work. And we did. And it, you know, I, I do think we have not, sat back and really said, oh my gosh, not only did we do this, we survived during COVID. We all still like each other. We think Leslie works too hard. But other than that, that's the only cat fight in the the building is that she wants it still. But it's, we (laughs) had to throw that in there because that's it. That's it. But, you know, we, we have yet, we were supposed to go to dinner last week, the three of us, and we have yet to sit back and say, oh my gosh, we were told we couldn't do this, and we did it, and we're doing it well, and now we just have to sustain this awesome thing that we've built. So I'm so lucky to have met these ladies because I didn't know them before this. Yeah, and, and we've served over 1,200 people. We've kept over 10,000 items out of landfills. You know, um, our, mm. do- our donors continue to grow the more they hear about us, and it's, I mean. I mean, the green been... component, I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, we didn't totally. talk about that. Oh, let's talk about that. Well, hold on. <laughs> we got to go pay some bills. Okay. I'll tell you what. We went long on this segment, but we're going to have y'all back for a few more minutes on the last segment. We'll just do it. I want to hear about the green component. You're listening to At Home with Roby, our guest, Furnished for Good. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. If you missed the last three segments, you got to go back and listen. We're here with the ladies from Furnished for Good. Trent, you, you were you were having a wonderful conversation with them, and I, I got to sit back and reflect a little bit and really pay attention. But the you know we always talk about business lessons on this show and what you can learn as an entrepreneur. And there are so many examples that you all gave: grit, getting through COVID, pivoting, trying to go from you know, in person to online, making extra rent payments or, or increased rent to try to continue to grow. All these things, I mean, they're, they're entrepreneurs. Uh, duh. <laughs> I mean, 
we're sharing a mic, so I actually about did the intro about a couple months ago with Pathy Boy who I is. I, I took over. I know all y'all want me to come back and do it. Uh, if you're listening to this fourth segment, you heard us on the first segment. These these wonderful, wonderful, so, so kind women were trying to eliminate our first segment. We were gonna get fired. Yeah, yeah they wanted. Fired. They said just erase that first segment. It was hogwash. Uh, but we're keeping it. But but they are here now. So I want to know a little bit about the green component because that is a that is a fringe benefit that that could be if that was the only component we'd have a radio show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me about it. Go so, ahead, Leslie. So um, we provide gently used furnishings. So we need gently used furnishings. Um, so everything from your somewhat you know from your sofa to your uh pots and pans so you know we put together an essential package and that the clients choose from and um and we take donations put all these things together and that's what we need to make this be able to happen four to six moves a week for four to six families a week so we it requires lots of donations of goods we also take new stuff if anybody wants to buy anything um we have wish list on our website really for, yeah for small things but people can drop things off yeah so what is your website? How can people donate? How can people buy new stuff? How can people donate money? Okay. Well, I'll talk about the stuff, and then Mary Beth can talk about the money. Um, furnish, um, furnishforgood.org, and you click on Donate Furnishings. It comes up a little link where you can pick drop-off or have it picked up. Yes, we pick up. Um, we have a moving team of two great guys, and so you fill out a little information, upload your pictures so that we can make sure – you know, that we can use them, that they're right for our families. And then um, our guys schedule pickups. So um, it's pr- it's pretty easy. And, yeah. And I'll say one other thing about the green component. So um, we have this amazing uh, volunteer, Lynn Sidlowski, who's been volunteering with us since day one. And she is very, very handy. And she also throws nothing away. So if you want to throw something away, you have to either like run it down to the dumpster, put it in your car, and then take it home to throw away. Um, But she is so um, just amazing. She does not give throw anything away she even takes like if we get a big dining room table that has a leaf in the middle and it's too large for our space she takes the leaf out and makes a coffee table out of that leaf so it is unbelievable what we reuse Mm -hmm. and recycle i mean down to light bulbs that come in they're tested if they work we wrap them in bubble wrap and then they get sent out with people's new lamps that is awesome that is really cool. Mary Beth, tell us about how someone can donate money. So, again, on our website, um, furnishforgood.org, there is a, a donate button that you can push. You can put any amount that you want. Um, we we do look for financial donations because we do buy mattresses and bed frames, and together that costs us about 200 bucks per bed that goes out and we absorb all that cost so um and most of our families 80 percent of our families need bedding so they go out with almost every single move but um you're welcome to give us as much or as little as you'd like we're not picky but um yeah it's important for us to to raise money on our own it's it is a business we do pay rent we do have employees that yeah. we have to pay we have you know diesel that we have to put in our trucks you know yeah. just like a regular business so yeah no shame ha- and, and it is tax deductible correct it is all tax deductible there you go awesome yes. furnishforgood.org leslie 
Priscilla, Mary Beth, thank y'all so much. Thank y'all for being here and just being so fun. Uh, but most importantly, thank y'all for what y'all are doing just to try to help the world and make it a better place, especially Charlotte, which is which is home. So uh, thanks for listening to At Home with Roby. I'm glad Patrick could be with me today. Uh, <laughs> Furnish for Good. Check it out. FurnishforGood.org. Hey, go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile around.